0: Along the stretch of public road that bordered the grounds of Sun Valley Lodge, there was a solid screen of shrubbery and trees, unbroken, except for the main entrance driveway and a smaller road some distance away for the private use of the owners. Opposite the principal gateway, there was a sign, which read, Sun Valley Lodge, affiliated with the ASA and WSA. Visitors, welcome. Please use gate phone. Even though the public road was only a two lane macadam topped secondary highway, the thin stream of traffic it carried added up to a surprisingly large number of cars by the end of the long California summer. The road followed the foothills for some miles and then turned up toward the mountains in the high resort area, where it joined the main routes to Big Bear Lake and the winter ski sites. By taking a branch, The knowledgeable driver could end up at the El Cajon Pass and cut many miles off the established thruway route from Los Angeles across the desert to Las Vegas. Of the sum total of cars which traveled the relatively obscure cutoff route past the lodge, a few turned in. Many other drivers who glanced at the sign in passing weren't even aware that the abbreviations represented the American Sunbathing Association and its regional subdivision, the Western Sunbathing Association. Linda Nunn knew every part of the lodge grounds and every foot of its hiking trails. She had lived there since she was ten years old. As soon as she saw her father take off toward the sheltering trees that guarded the big pool, she hurried to her room, wondering how any stranger, dead or alive, could have got to the carefully protected recreation area without having been seen from the house. Buried in the entrance driveway, there was a concealed treadle that rang a bell in both the office and the kitchen whenever a car drove in. The warning device had not rung the night before. Opening her closet door, Linda snatched a dress from a hanger and slipped it over her head. She did not bother with underwear. She was not planning to leave the park grounds and expected soon to be free of clothing again, possibly within the hour. Though her closet and dresser were full of the usual things found in a young lady's wardrobe, wearing any more than was absolutely necessary at the lodge was pointless. The dress she had chosen was conservatively cut and would do nicely. She paused for a brief moment at her mirror and gave her hair a pat or two before she hurried out of the room. Her feet, in attractive and well-made sandals, felt the springiness of thick Bermuda grass as she walked rapidly across the big front lawn, taking the shortcut to the member's entrance. She arrived slightly out of breath, but in time to put up the chain that had been provided against any circumstance which might require that the grounds be temporarily closed. With this done, she paused to collect herself and speculate on what would be likely to happen next. Eight minutes later, she heard the distant high whine of a siren. It was not continuous, but sounded only now and then as the approaching vehicle hit curves in the road where a warning was necessary. She had heard that same pattern many times before, even in that quiet rural area. This time, she knew, the emergency equipment was coming to her home, and the realization gave her a strange and uncomfortable feeling. The sound grew louder until she could distinguish that there were two cars, one close behind the other. With a final blast from the sirens, the vehicles came into view. A copper colored patrol car, closely followed by a police ambulance, with the word Rescue visible on its side. The lead driver, who obviously knew exactly where the lodge driveway was, pulled up and stopped. When he leaned out to speak, he was crisp but pleasant. Is there a service road down to your pool? he asked. Linda hesitated a moment. "'Yes, but we don't use it very often. It's pretty ruddy.' "'That's all right. Which way do we go?' "'You have to use the other driveway. Shall I show you?' "'Please.' Because there were two men in the front seat of the car, Linda opened the rear door and climbed in. Sitting on the edge of the seat, she directed the driver to the other entryway, down past the one-time farmhouse and onto the dirt road that skirted the edge of the trees, The sheriff's car bumped heavily over exposed tree roots and soft, sandy potholes for a hundred yards and then drew up beside a complicated filter system that serviced a beautifully decked, olympic size swimming pool. When Linda reached to open the door...